Oh my God, Lenny, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. That's fantastic. I feel like that we spent a lot of time apart since the pandemic began. I uh, I just I don't want your germs. So it's really that simple. So I guess coming over here and sitting on my lap is out of the question? You know, no, not really. I feel I'm starting to feel a little braver. Let's talk about the NFC East here for a second. Uh, okay. I know that you're very sad that America's team on Sunday night lost. I saw you yesterday, and I saw that you just weren't. You were like the Five Finger Death Punch song, a little bit off. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm a little bit off because if you really start to look at football and you break down the NFC East, uh, the team uh, that doesn't have a name for their football team, they're one and zero, and everybody else is zero and one. They're they're at the top of the division. They have no identity. They have no name, and yet. They're ruling the East after one week. I stopped paying attention to that game when they were down 17 to nothing. Hey, Philadelphia Eagles, way to hang on to a three-score lead. I didn't even watch the game because I was like, well, who cares? The team has no name that they're playing. Philadelphia should beat them. They're a mess. Of course. The, the Washington football team, they'll never win. And uh, that uh, then they won. And uh, that probably shows that uh, their coach is actually, he's got cancer. I love Ron Rivera. And then I hear at the half... He actually had to have um, uh, an IV put in at the halftime, and they put the IV in for like 20 minutes, and then he popped it out, and he came back out wearing a mask, whole half. I love him. That's impressive. He's a tough guy. But that's going to bleed into the team. But I, I would like to say this, though. It's like to fans of the artist formerly known as the Washington Redskins, you're still going to go seven and nine. I mean, I'm very happy that it worked out for you, <laughs> but we're, we're talking about Carson Wentz. <laughs> I mean, he had the the one good year, really, right? And then ever since, he's been a disaster. Yeah, he's just not a good quarterback. I mean, I I think like you know, once 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 someone comes in the league and kind of turns it upside down, then there's tape on you and they figure you out, and it always seems to happen. And it's it's rare when it doesn't happen. Like you know, Tom Brady had a great run with New England. Um, you know, it seems like Mahomes right now they're having a real tough time trying to figure out how to stop him. There's always going to be that one. Or, couple of players that uh, are stand above, but the rest of them are very easily stoppable just by viewing their tape. Okay, you brought up Tom Baby, which I want to ask you on this. Mm-hmm. How long until he settles into his role in Tampa Bay? It's interesting because like there was always been an argument with him that it's like, well, he's a system quarterback. And it's like, well, no, he's a great quarterback. But the system that he had here in New England was great for him. Now he's in Tampa with a good coach, but not a legendary coach, I tend to think it's going to be a half season before he straightens himself out. I think we're, this is just the beginning of his issues in Tampa. I really do. How do you think the Atlanta Falcons are going to respond to playing Tampa Bay? They got him twice this year. Well, you have to remember the really interesting thing about the Atlanta Falcons is they've kept most of that team together from that Super Bowl, the one that they lost to the Patriots. <laughs> right. There's a lot of people on that team that are like, I, I don't care. It's three years later. I, we want to knock him on his ass. I think he's in a lot of. I think he's in a lot of trouble. That's going to be the must see game this year. Is going to be, uh, you know, Tampa versus Atlanta. Just for that reason only. I want to take you back to the NFC East. You're a Giants fan. Yes. Um, don't hold that against me. Is the fact that Saquon Barkley is probably the best pure rusher in the league? Does that work against the Giants since? Every other team is totally keying the entire week before they face them on Saquon Barkley. What's their other options? I mean, you can only, there's only so many times you can throw the ball to uh, future Hall of Famers Slayton and Ingram. <laughs> uh, I just, I, you know, I, they're a team that's rebuilding, and they're going to have to rebuild. And, and I think the Steelers game is actually really a, a great example of 
three years ago, they would have lost that game 47-3. to And they only lost it by 10 points. Now, I know the last touchdown was kind of a garbage touchdown. Right. But it showed that there was still a fight in them at the end of the game, that they ran it down the field, and then they did an onside kick. Just wouldn't have happened three years ago. So it's going to take a minute to turn that around. I actually thought it was a positive game, even though they lost, because of that. Because I was like... Wow, they're not giving up. They're still trying to win. They're still, I mean, this is great. So, I, you know, kudos to them, and I hope it works out. I thought it was a positive game, too. I thought in the beginning, and even the announcers were like reading my mind, it looked like Daniel Jones kind of had the Steelers' number. Their, their defense seemed to be off balance. They were moving the ball. He was passing the ball well. Then I fell asleep, and then they were down by nine. <laughs> well, there was an, they they had this great drive down the field and they went like I think it was like like 10 plays, 11 plays and then Daniel threw a really dumb pass and it was an interception in the end zone and then from that moment on the momentum just went the other way and it never swung back. Who was the surprise of week 1 to you? What what team has stepped up that you didn't think was going to? Okay, uh Jacksonville. They played the Colts. And Philip Rivers was just housing them for three and a half quarters. And I'm not sure what Minshew is made of as a quarterback, but I, I saw him come back on a team that everybody seems to think is pretty good. Um, the only problem, that, that was the one that I was really surprised by. I was like, okay, well, that's interesting because that immediately puts that division, the, it's the, was it the AFC South, that puts that in question now because everybody kind of thought it was going to be between the Texas and Indianapolis. But if you have a scrappy team that's young, that's going to pull off things like that, I mean, that's a division where the, the, the winner is going to be like 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7, and seven, and they're going to win the division that way. So that was cool. But if anybody ever complains about preseasons games ever again, let's point to week one of this year – Everything looked very preseason-ish. There was a lot of stuff that we would have seen at the beginning of preseason that would have been worked out by week four. There was a, a lot of sloppy games, weird hamstring injuries. Um, it's it's going to be a real strange sort of first month because it's going to take everybody a month to kind of get up and running. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like the people that you thought were going to be 4-0 and at the end of September are going to be like, you know, 1-3. and At this very moment... Both you and Alex have doubled my win total in the Laser Football League. You've picked 10 games correctly. I've picked five. What does it feel like to kick my arse? I mean, it just, it's kind of like breathing. It's its like automatic. <laughs> so I, I'm really not worried. All right, man. Great talking to you. Laser, Bye. Laser993.com. Sign up for your football league.